Welcome to Pang Stars. Today's guest is Mr. Ernie Vincente. He was born on. I haven't got the August details the up yet. What was it? August the 4th. In Toronto. In Toronto. It makes him a Leo. Before we get on to him, let me introduce our host. She's a sound healer, a meditation teacher, and a Bath and Body Works candle enthusiast. Holy shit. I love these fucking candles. You love a BBW candle. Mm, yeah, I, I, it's, you know, I, I go nuts. I refuse to pay full price because that paying full price is stupid. Ernie just nodded at me. Um, and I love these three wick candles. I've tried to find a sustainable solution for candles. As you can see, we like to keep Pang Stars HQ a nice ambiance. We have fairy lights, we have candles, we have incense, we have hospitality, good luck candies, and we have spiced apple toddy today, lighting, lighting the way for, for our scents. And legit, I love these candles. They last the longest. They have pleasant cells, smells that aren't too like, they're chemically, but they're not like that offensive, and they look premium and cute. So, I mean, I found it to be my best value-packed solution with pleasant scent, attractive look, and whatever. Like, I, I bought 11 of them the other day. Yeah, I've, I've uh, splashed out on some stupidly priced candles before. Oh, yeah? I bought, like, a it's like a 17-pound candle. What? For my mum, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was, like, 17 pounds? That's so heavy. But I realize he's talking about what he calls real money. Yeah. Right? A like, strong British a, pound. Are you a candle man, Ernie? I uh, kind of. <laughs> not really. A candle, I, I, I actually a candle man wouldn't be so hesitant. I, <laughs> not for like the sense, but like I, oh, yeah. I used to um, meditate with candles. Ooh, oh, like the visual. Yeah, yeah, and just like yeah. stare into the, the flame for like five minutes. Hypnotic. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a good thing. I it mean, like dark and brooding. I love it. Dig it. <laughs> I mean, like Ernie's got his his shiny Apple Watch. He's got like some candle no, it's pants. A Fitbit. Relax. Oh, is it? Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. It looks like an Apple Watch. I can't tell because I don't know anything about that oh, stuff. Yeah. And a he has some of sick people, shoes on. Because it used to be uh, Pebble. Oh, Pebble yeah. was bought by uh, Fitbit, and there's a community of people online that are like, it's like legacy um, smartwatches which people have like written new codes for and stuff mm -hmm. to like keep it going. I read a thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I learned that you just did your hood's a joke representing Brampton, even though you're not from Brampton, you're from Mississauga like me. So how did, yeah, yeah. so what did you have to do Brampton research? What'd you do for that? Well, I roast Mississauga. Oh, I had to roast oh, Mississauga. Yeah. So okay. I had to, it kind of hurt because I had to make yeah. fun of, the city that I'm from. Hazel McCallion. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You have to shoot old yellow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had to make fun of like Hazel McCallion, Bianca Shit. Andreescu. Oh, is she from Mississauga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. What bad things did you say about Bianca? Oh, can I say it? Here? Yeah, of yeah, course. Of course. <laughs> Go off, King. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, I was roasting uh, Salma Hindi. She's a she's a comedian. Okay. And then so yeah. I said, oh, Bianca Andreescu is a famous tennis player. Yeah. So her and Salma Hindi have something in common. Yeah. They both can handle a lot of balls to their face. Oh, I <laughs> something see. Something in that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I 
Elevai, you had to like give a d- disclaimer for that. Like, like I, do you can't go off too hard. No, he doesn't. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. There's candles. I'm in. I'm possibly an unknown entity. Although we've never met formally, but I did see you come through on the Pangstar's yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah. I saw you. I'm like, oh, is that Ernie Vicente? They're like, yeah, but I think you had another show. Yeah, so you yeah, couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't see you, sadly. Yeah, yeah. Lewis, Lewis is like, oh, can you can you yeah, do a spot? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I actually have a show. Damn. Like, no, because like I was actually I was gonna be there earlier, but uh. um, so that venue, it's hard to find parking. Oh, is that oh on the street? On the street, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I think there was another event like across the street. Is that right? Okay. In the yeah. big, uh, like the big. There's like a church. It's like a church hall. Yes, kind of yeah. It looks like something. Yeah. So all the parking spots were taken. Damn. So by the time I found parking, <gasps> oh, it was like far. Damn. And then oh. by the time I walked back, damn. I was walking like, oh no, it's not, it's, there's no time. <laughs> I've seen your name peppered about, and I'm very honored to have you tonight. Because I was like, oh, I've never seen him. I saw. Him. I'm like, was that was that Ernie Vicente? <laughs> Did I see him there? They're like, yeah. And and we actually, as you know, we just had Ali Banks on, and she was like, "Oh, we're gonna get pho later." I'm like, "That's sick! Like, oh, that's yeah, yeah, nice." Yeah. I, I'm like, "I want pho." Yeah, yeah, we're talking about that. She's like, "What? Do you, what I'm like, what, what podcast are you doing?" She's like, "Banks." I was like, "Oh, I was supposed to do that a long time ago." Well, here you are. It's 2020. I'm gonna look at that chart. We don't have the rising sign, but what I like here is that we have total opposites already in the sun and moon. How much do you know about all this stuff, Ernie? Uh. Like zodiac signs? Yeah. Uh, not that much. I don't really follow my okay. uh, horoscopes. It's all good. That that's what I like. We like to know nothing and learn some things that might be interesting. Yeah. So we have a Leo sun, and you know the sun signs are generally what we know. That's what we talk about, and that might be what you might read about in your horoscope. Yeah. And we have you, the Leo, the proud lion. Attention-loving, charismatic, proud, loyal, family person, devoted and loyal to your friends and family. Like, from day one, like, yeah, biggest true. cheerleader always in someone's corner. Yeah, yeah. Right? And when we get to your moon sign, we have the opposite sign of Leo, which is cerebral air sign, Aquarius. Leo is a fire sign. Mm-hmm. And Aquarius, the moon sign is kind of how you are behind closed doors, how you deal with your emotions, yourself in private or with close friends and family. And Aquarius is exactly kind of the opposite of Leo, which is emotionally detached, very much a thinking sign, thinking fast and kind of aloof. And maybe like, you know, you can pick apart a situation and really stand apart of it and will not being involved. Like Aquarius is very detached and very intellectual. Oh, okay. Right. So when we get into Mercury, we also have it in Leo and Mercury is the planet of communication and thinking and talking. So Leo, again, is kind of how you may come across. It's like charismatic. It's egotistical in a certain way. It's a big personality, right? Mm. And I really like that. What else do we have? The North Node is in water baby crab sign cancer, which has to do with, it's ruled by the moon. And it just has to do with like a lot of family oriented stuff about, you know, having, you know, having feelings and having like deep emotions, but really uh, like very home oriented family stuff. I do have feelings. Yeah. Yeah. You have feelings. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. wow. Astrology is so oh my God. specific. That just blew my mind. You guys. Do you get sad sometimes early <laughs> and then sometimes happy? What? Damn. Oh, my goodness. This shit is feelings. science. Damn. Okay. Well, I mean, I have a stack of cards. We can talk about the past, present, future, and a whole bunch of things. Have you ever had a 
tarot reading. I any? don't think so. Ooh, so this is exciting. Well, I'm going to shuffle them. But as I do so, you could feel free to play a beautiful song on the spirit drum. And when you're done with the song, then I'll know that it's time to stop shuffling. We'll have a little musical interlude. bonus card we'll get into that later and as you're sipping your tea we're going to separate this in a pile of three so you can let me know how like two-thirds up five cards down I, we're gonna make three separate piles here from this large deck okay yeah do right. i touch them or no oh uh, no i'll you do it for you because okay. i'm across the table just here. project yeah. your energy yeah that's right towards it that's right <laughs> put your vibes give in these there. Okay. Give these cards yeah. a, a stare like you'd stare into a candle during your quiet moment just <laughs> so I give, do i give you a number or <laughs> oh or you can say oh two-thirds down halfway just let me know oh, okay uh, where my do, thumb is uh, yeah okay from there okay here good yeah, yeah to my left or to my right to your right okay and which stack should i cut next the, the original stack okay yep and then halfway halfway all right i i know a very precise trick i'm doing this now <laughs> place them next wow okay or it has to be even no i i learned a trick that somebody was like well i want them exactly even charmaine so you better you better like make them balance oh okay uh this i think this is good are we good are you That's happy good. with this yeah, yeah okay so now we have to repile them back into one big deck so let me know where i should go first and which i should pick up Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. So the, okay, the, yeah, the furthest this one. This one, yep. Onto the middle one. Uh-huh. And then onto the first one. All of this like this? Yeah. Okay, all right. So we've got a seven card reading for Ernie. Past, present, future. We have the lesson coming into your life. We have the lesson already learned. And we have what's working for you. And what isn't working for you? We find some interesting Ooh. things happening here. And before we get into it all, sometimes when a funny card kind of pops up, I'll, I'll pick it up and see if it has anything to do, to do with the situation or whatever's going on. We have here the Two of Swords. Feel free to describe the imagery here. Take a look. Uh, so basically there are two swords looking like Raphael's size. Yes. And a sun. <laughs> Is that a sun in the middle? Yeah. Was that a teenage mutant? Yeah. Teenage, yeah. Was Raphael your guy because he was a wisecracker? Uh, Who no, was I actually, fave? I actually liked uh, Michelangelo. Why? Because he liked pizza and was like. I love pizza. Yeah. And uh, he did. He had the the coolest uh, weapon. He was the nunchucks. The nunchucks were very cool. I was a yeah. Donatello man myself because mm. I liked that he was a smarty pants cerebral guy. So I liked that because yeah, I was yeah. a nerdy child in school. Should do the uh, astrology of. The Ninja Turtles. When were they born? <laughs> <laughs> Where were they born? In a, in a 1992. Sewer. <laughs> in a sewer in New York City. It's a really interesting uh, poster you've got in the in the bathroom. What's the story behind that? 
that's actually a puzzle like there's a ninja turtles puzzle from the live action movie that i actually did as a child and and it's just there it was i guess we just like kept it and we framed it because my family used to have a gallery hence the blue jays art on the wall there and the funny thing is that like fast forward like five gazillion years later my parents like my mom and stepdad are like really into doing puzzles like they do like thousand yeah thousand word puzzles i bought them like i was at winners home sense i'm like oh there's an impossible puzzle that has the same image on both sides but one is rotated 90 degrees and they did it in like three days because they're insane like yeah (laughs) so they do puzzles to to stave off the alzheimer's they do it to keep their like neuroplasticity legit or better than sudoku yeah yeah that's why (laughs) do you remember people doing sudoku it was like a it like popped off for a little bit yeah, people yeah. really into doing it it's too tough yeah those like was, cheap books it was hard for me the yeah. pulp books. it was lame just do, do a it. crossword yeah all right so the two of swords this depicts two opposing forces that have reached a stalemate you cannot progress forward either with a relationship or a life decision there's an answer that's maybe being blocked maybe by choice many times this card will indicate that you do not wish to face the truth the light will reveal hmm yeah i mean that's like yeah blocked vision like the the issue of this is like all four there are four suits in the tarot and then there's a set of 22 major archetypes called the major arcana so the four suits like this one here is swords that has to do with like a power dynamic it has to do with the element of air and intellect and words right so i find that interesting this is just kind of like it could also be like what like you blocking yourself or like you getting in your own way i don't know yet we'll see this is just a card that popped out little bonus card maybe you should light a candle to <laughs> see the, the way. now we've 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 run out of the candle uh motif do you do you want to guess what the allegedly this is like a shitty oh. blog post yeah. about what the turtles signs are and i i don't agree they, they're like leonardo's and aquarius okay whatever i didn't watch the show like it's been so long since i've watched the show for me to understand what that is but but i mean if he's intellectual and thinks about strategy he could be an aquarius leo's mm-hmm. leo's not a leo That's crazy. no he's not a leo come on shockingly none of them are leo raphael's an aries because aries is like the hottest temper and the hot head oh, of the yeah, zodiac. i could get that he's the hot head because yeah, yeah. he gets really angry right and he like he left impulsive? the group yeah i yeah, remember did he leave the group no, in, in the the first movie, remember? I my I had a concussion, so I don't know anymore. I legit had a concussion a couple of days ago. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I'm I'm recovering, but I don't remember anything that happened in the movie. They got in a fight. Him and uh, he left. him and Leo. Then they, then he left because of April O'Neil, I think. Ugh, Michelangelo's <laughs> allegedly a Taurus. Like, do we believe this? Like, he likes pizza. Is I he don't lazy? Know. I don't really have any um reference for All this. All right, fine. Michelangelo's apparently a, a stubborn Taurus. And Donatello is apparently a cry- Pisces crybaby. Fine. Okay. okay. I have no idea. Was he emotional? Donatello, though. No, I don't think he was. Anyway, I don't believe that shit. I'm going to investigate the Ninja Turtles astrology okay, later. we'll do a whole episode on it. We'll do a whole episode. But we'll get now into the legit reading we have. In the first, we have the Knight or the Son of Swords. This is the past position, and it's reversed. Ernie, take a look and describe what's going on over there. Oh, here we have an owl carrying one of the the size dangerous owl and the owl is flying somewhere 
Yeah, I mean, we have the Knight of Swords reversed. The Knight is usually in the tarot depicted as a messenger. Kind of you have the Knight of Swords charging forth. You can see that energy. Lewis is going to take a look and mm -hmm. see as a messenger, what's going on. The Knight of Swords may bring bad news that relates to you personally or someone close to you. Some kind of conflict is at hand, usually of a mental nature. There could be violent differences of opinion around you with angry messages being sent and received. <laughs> or if this knight is not a person, you may be so focused with your intellectual pursuits that you're neglecting other facets of your life. You may be expressing your ideas too forcefully and are antagonizing the opposition. Diplomacy may be called for. F you, Mr. Saga. <laughs> Brampton is great. Get out of my life. This is the past, though. So yeah, it's the past. It doesn't matter. It's you oh, dissing. So it's, it's, it's done. Yeah, it's done. <clears throat> it's done. Oh, yeah. okay. You dissing some people with your sharp tongue. All right, so let's get into the present card. We have this solid, steady builder, the Eight of Pentacles, describing. What is that? There? Ooh, we have like a little spider, and they are. This is about crafting in a spider mm. web. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, what happens when we get pentacles, Lewis? Pentacles are about... Ah, damn it. I forget this one. It's okay. This is material, comfort, material. security, career, like all that like earthy stuff, like your home, like that mm. kind of stuff, right? And you can see, you know, a spider weaving its web. This is about craftsmanship and skill. And as an artist and a, as somebody who's building upon a body of work, this shows like a very nice steady... Kind of, it's not even progression. It's just like that's solid. You have a craft, you're building it, and you have a good foundation, and you know how to do that. It's about skillful oh, craftsmanship, cool. which is awesome. I like it. Yeah. You have like a you have a channel. Is it Earn Spire? Oh yes, I have a YouTube channel. Yeah, Earn Spire, yeah. which is like it, I think it's motivational stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm all into like law of attraction stuff. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you? What are your biggest like? tips or like what do you do on the channel is it you do you interview people oh uh, basically it's just me but like I, I give tips on how to be happy like um like how to be happy on halloween or how to be happy nice. the, i think the latest one was how to be happy shopping during the during the holidays <laughs> don't <laughs> what did you Go say what should we do uh, i buy I all the candles i think it was online shopping i think that's yes what I think yeah. that's awesome <laughs> yeah colin cummins was a big fan <laughs> oh was it he, yeah he, oh yeah, yeah, yeah he, 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 he loves uh he loves like a lot of like motivational stuff and like um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. staying positive floor of attraction i love it yeah Shouts out to Talking Mush <laughs> podcast, <laughs> him and Unreal Johnson. All the podcasts and yeah. all the shows. Yeah. Let's look into your future earning. Oh, oh my like, goodness. Major <laughs> Arcana card alert, please. Wow. Some some shit's going to happen. This is very, this is a very intense card. We have a Major Arcana card and it's the dramatic tower. You can describe oh what you God. got. This is like shaking things up in 2020. This is like a tree that's being burnt down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm oh not going to say this is the worst card to get, but it's a dramatic one. You know, I'm going to let Lewis tackle this right. for me. The tower. Yeah. Many people interpret the tower as representing catastrophe, <laughs> but whatever disruption or adversity it heralds is for the best. The tower represents the overthrow of false ideas and old habit patterns that need to be gotten rid of. In this sense, it is not a negative card, but a positive one. 
Sometimes there is indeed some kind of loss, personal or financial. But careful examination of all the factors will generally show that the catastrophic event that could have seen if you had only been aware and willing to face facts. Uh, the tower is related wow. to Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> the planet of Why? unexpected lightning that fast is, events yeah. what is destroyed in conjunction with this card has served its purpose and needs to go damn wow i mean and opportunity though you know opportunity you know to be honest the last time i pulled this there was a very catastrophic event in the comedy community in 2019 associated when I was just like messing around the cards. But actually the tower is really quite dramatic. And some people kind of fear intense change. And a lot of like just upheaval. It's about un like unexpected surprises. And actually considering that his moon is in Aquarius. Which is ruled by Uranus. Or Uranus. Mm. Um, that, that I find really interesting. I think you know as they say we live in the Aquarian age. And we do live in the future. We actually are now in the future. It's 2020. Mm. Um it calls for us to be inventive, original, and use our unique voices to, to get whatever, you know, whatever's important across. Like, I, I think if we're just kind of doing stuff to just be famous or make money or like, you know, like have the roof, we all need to have the roof over our heads, of course. Yeah, but yeah. if you're not doing something that isn't worth, like isn't soulful or, or meaningful to you, then like really what are you doing, right? That's right. So I find that interesting. Let's see what happens with all these cards as we keep going. They interrelate. And the next card, here's a lesson coming into your life. Wow, the sun. Mm. Ooh. Hmm. Another major arcana card. Ding, ding. Very nice. I like it. It's red, red sun with the <laughs> red rays. I was like, is this a good thing or is this blood or something? Yeah, the sun's, the sun's a chill card. Light. It looks like an ass, but... <laughs> it, you know. it looks like Uranus, actually. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? This is actually the card of Leo, because Leo is ruled by the sun, and this is all about positivity, good vibes, happiness, and I like that inspiration <laughs> is shining upon us today. There we go. Can't get any better than that. And mm. if this is a lesson coming into your life, I, I think it shows that that's just like innate. You have that quality about you very nice yeah cool so nice simple yeah, uncomplicated it's the sun nice everyone loves the sun yeah we all everybody love it. loves just come back please the sunshine <laughs> please come back also the as sun well. was around today yeah it was yeah it was nice it was, it was nice. a bit of vitamin d you have to like when you have your cigarette you have to go out and find a little patch of sun to you know to warm your hackles bit. oh yeah and let uh, me just say this as well like yeah. with the cards the the visual aspect of it uh -huh. is mirrored in the the spider as well. So the spider, the, the rays sun. outward. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Out came the sun and tried to fall. Yeah, because they have a lot of do like do do do. thematic uh, links as well. The cards do, but also like visually as well. Mm. And depending on where they're placed, it is like a interesting way to view it. Yeah, and as we go forth into this reading, now we have the lesson already learned, and I love this. This is also a very aesthetically balanced look. We have the Nine of Pentacles, and take a look. What we what do we have here? Uh, these are stars. Yeah, yep. pentacle coins. Yeah. Okay, pentacle whatever coins. Whatever they are, yeah, they're stars. They're like stars. Pentagrams, whatever you want. Like the star coins or something. Mm -hmm. From. 
Super Mario. And then there are yeah. leaves, <laughs> leaves covering or feathers. Feathers, yes, yeah. that's it. Maybe from the owl. Ooh. Ooh. Making that little nest. Yeah. Nest of coins. Well, you know, again, now <laughs> it would be fun to make a lot of like um, trying to make a lot of connections, but like just kind of forcing it in like a puzzle piece that doesn't quite fit. So it could be like, oh, the sun, like a candle. Just really awkwardly trying to shoehorn in callbacks. <laughs> well, <laughs> when we get this card, it's actually really nice. Again, we have pentacles, so that's like material security. And indeed, this is like the fluffy home nest of comfort. Which, and even the colors are echoing the sun's cards. There's, you know, a lot of lines radiating outwards in almost all the cards that you have here. I'll have... Also, uh, owls and spiders both like trees. And without the sun, you wouldn't have a tree. So sure. everything Ooh. is everything. Everything is interconnected. Nine of Pentacles. Always a welcome card. The Nine of Pentacles is a time to enjoy the many effects of your loyalty and hard work. Mm. This may be a promotion at work or newfound stability and happiness at home. It's even possible that you'll find yourself enjoying the finer things in life as luxury and refinement oftentimes accompanies this card. Yeah, like those, all the shoes that you've been buying. You told me, you, <laughs> I, we were like, oh, those are like some nice, like, nice Nikes. Like, Air Max like, yeah, 90s. Shoes. Respect. Nice. Thank you. Enjoy all the, all the I boxes. Can't, I can't fully respect someone unless they've got Air Max in their repertoire. <laughs> like, if it's, you know. You bought like two pairs of every shoe. Yeah. Oh, like, like that's two, nice. like are, you a, are you a sneakerhead? Are you like? Uh, I just got into it like recently, yeah. but so yeah. I bought like two pairs of Jordans. Sick, yeah. Like one black, one white. Yeah. Two pairs of uh, yeah. Air Maxes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And then two pairs of um, Air Force Ones. That's yeah. so satisfying. That's <laughs> the best. That's Trust satisfying. me, like a good a good pair of shoes. Like I'm so happy. I used to be like, oh, wear some nice like brogues or wear some nice yeah. shoes because yeah. it looks smart. But actually fuck that you need support you need air bubbles you've got to have like good fucking shoes because back yeah back in the day i would buy yeah. like if i bought one pair of shoes it'd always yeah. be at least three mm. so then i remember a couple years ago i bought um you know converse all-stars yeah yeah so i love those con I like cons because like mm. different colors I, yeah. I liked them but they're they're structurally unsound. They're yeah, not. They're yeah, not they're for not me. Comfortable. I can't wear them. They're not. They're not comfortable. They have yeah. they have fault lines on the on the either side of the toe. If you keep oh, wearing really? them, they split there. Really? At the back, they wear down your socks because really? it kind of goes out a little bit like that. Yeah. They have a annoying squeak. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that right? Like uh, yeah, like an air squeak shoes. when you would walk. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, That's I why they're like so that. cheap. But yeah, they're, they're shit, honestly. Yeah, but you know, walking around downtown, it's like oh no. You might as well have like Kleenex, like tissue boxes <laughs> on your feet. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. feel the concrete yeah, and it's nasty. But these Air Maxes, oh, <laughs> oh sh so yeah. comfortable. Jeez, jeez. <laughs> I got my first pair of Air Max and I love them. I was like, ooh. Yeah, they're like a little baguette on my foot. I oh, love yeah. the rippled shape. I bought, you can see yeah. um, the the Doc Martens. These are trash shoes. They're the Chinese made no longer Terrible. made in England. I was Sadly. like, I'm going to a wedding. I need some, uh, I need some like smart shoes. I'm gonna have to get some shoes. I thought all oh, these look fine, but they're fucking trash. 
Doc Martens because <laughs> they have like a heritage of being like a punk shoe or whatever. Good. The boots yeah, used, used to be good. Back good. In the 90s. When they were made in England. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they were made in England. But now no. they're, they're not. Made in China. Yeah, they went vegan and... Yeah. Yeah. I never had a pair because, like, I remember in Square One, we, we were trying. Yes, yeah. I love Square One. Doc, they had a Doc Martens store. I think okay. it's still there, actually. It must Ooh. be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think back then, I was like, oh, I can I can never afford it. Yeah, I, I love Square One. It is now, like, a monolith and mega, like, insane mall beyond like, what it ever was when I was a teenager. Did you see, yeah, did you see the new part with, like, Yorkdale? Like, it looks like Yorkdale. I had seen it, oh. like... I'm never there, but I was like, and you know, like that, like it's like the the stores are like three stories tall and like yeah. mega retail stores with like very, yeah, yeah. very seductive architectural like stuff to just suck you in and take your money. Yeah, yeah. Like the Muji, there's a Muji there. Yeah, there's yeah. ramen. There's like two food courts now. There's like food. It's oh called a food district. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I think that if the like I was saying this to Lewis, like if the apocalypse happened, which it has already, basically. Um, you know, like, or like you're stuck on a moon colony or like, you know, it's like a zombie land, but without the zombies, because we're so rich that they would never actually be like, have we ever really had a real threat to our lives? No, no. like not like a wartime no, threat, just like an existential all. threat yes. of like surveillance and yeah, psychological warfare. Yeah. My, my dream or like the ideal situation, if we're stuck on a moon colony, is just like, I'm trapped in the mall. And like, you know, it's like, oh, do you want Auntie Anne's today? It's abandoned and you're just aimlessly wandering around the mall mm. having your sustenance. And because the mall is like, it, like it has endless supplies, you can live out the end of your days oh. in an abandoned mall. That's my that's my yeah. final day's fantasy simulation. Very vaporwave. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's my fantasy. Yeah, because I still watch Walking Dead, but they never okay. go to the, they never go to the malls. Oh, that's, I don't know why. That's, that's a shame. Dumb. That's where everything yeah, is. You get like just... s- you could like get sick clothes. Yeah. Oh, that's always a great that's fantasy sweet. to have. Like being locked in a I mall overnight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No sick. consequences. There was actually a really cool story. I think it was on ninety nine percent invisible that podcast, and it was about this uh, guy whose house got knocked down to build a mall, and oh. he found like a weird sort of like dead space in the mall where there was like some kind of like. Um, door with like a a space there and what he did is he basically occupied that space he built like a little kitchen inside and they lived in the mall for like a like a year no one knew no one knew about it they just had this like whole thing set up they managed to find like a thing and live where in in england no it was in uh it was in america somewhere maybe like a tri-state area i think you can live in any mall oh you could yeah my my ex-girlfriend she used to work at uh, Bath and Body Works. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that's how. That's so how much stuff. Yeah, and that's how I knew it was so cheap. Oh, because she yeah. would get like a, like a bunch of cans for like ten bucks. Man, um, I should work. You know what? Uh, you know what? BBW my, assistant. My New Year's resolution is to get a part-time job at Bath and Body Works, just so I can like, instead of like Nike boxes, I'm just gonna stack three wick candles like yeah, up yeah. to the ceiling. That's my dream. That's my dream. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, it would smell so nice going in there. Right? Mm. But then, yeah. yeah. But then she, she would work in the mornings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I remember I'd drop her off, and then like so, like she'll like she'll show me like all the there's like all these secret. Mm. tunnels and stuff in the mall oh i bet and then there's all all these like empty rooms where like yeah you you could live yeah and no one will know no one will know that this room belongs to someone i remember food courts being quite exciting in Um, england yeah going to the first food court what kind of it sounds so silly no it's not but to have like it's like oh you can get anything you want and then sit in the middle (laughs) 
You go <laughs> around. And I was just like, what? You mean I could get something and sit where people from another place are also sitting? Like, what the fuck? This is mad. What kind of, like, food chains would you have? Because, like... Like, just basic shit, like... Uh, kfc but there wasn't kfc's everywhere it was always a premium mall it was always a a thing to go to like a a mall like a shopping center thing because it'd be very american yes you'd be going into like an american type thing where it's like a retail park and it has like a cinema a ben and jerry not ben and jerry's what's frankie and benny's frankie and benny's is like a faux italian american trash you'd get that in england yeah fascinating yeah wow so it was all it it would always be like a step into like a very like americanized world when you go there because you have to drive there there's no like um you know there's like car garages around it's just like a uh retail wasteland so have you been to the eden center food court uh yes that was that's a great food court i had a great (laughs) time there actually shouts out to do you know uh key epic Cavour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember like getting fired and I went and filmed like a prank video with him around like the Eaton Center yeah. thing. <laughs> we filmed uh, boner pranks around Ryerson. Wow. And it was, uh, yeah, that was Were a you weird in it? day. Huh? You're in it? No, I filmed it for him. <laughs> so basically, he walked around with a, um, with, a with a, yeah, with like a plastic bottle down his pants. Wow saying that he needed a doctor and i was wow. just filming this around the food court because i got fired the day before and he was like oh are you free do you want to <laughs> like, like, help yuck. me film some stuff like, and i was sure. like yeah and then i took like a quite a strong brownie before i went there and i was just filming this man walking around with wow uh, a large boner and i was thinking damn Fake. this is an interesting uh what a day excursion <laughs> wow so, i mean i'm in a in a strange country wow. like i'm unemployed high <laughs> Jeez. but the food court was good i had a good meal with other people eating different meals yeah wow. i love i like the international-esque options at the around mm. the perimeter of food court now and because we have the internet and global culture sushi you're gonna always get like the the bbq chicken place yeah, yeah. like the burger options the new york fries poutine mm-hmm. you're gonna get like some asian express panda express type thing sabaro like an italian vibe yeah, yeah what else am i missing now you could get like a gourmet burger now you could get ramen and even vegan options now today yeah, today yeah. in these days now <laughs> mall can i want to be a mall restaurant consultant like craveable asian bowls stall there's a there's a cool uh, genre of videos on YouTube about abandoned malls, Ooh. right? Because there's so many in America that yeah. obviously get like you know washed out because people don't go to malls. Fashion Nova. A lot of the time, and um, people go around these abandoned malls, and a lot of them haven't been revamped since the 80s. So it is like a vaporwave kind of aesthetic. Ooh. It's just yeah. this abandoned mall, and there's a security guard there walking around. Uh, a lot of the times you're not meant to film there, but these people just walking around in deserted. But there's things. no stores. It's yeah, like a shell of, of a store. Will be will be closed, but there'll be like a few still out there, and it'll just be oh. this massive like um, retail space that obviously was buzzing at one point, but then things changed. Maybe like Walmart. maybe Walmart moved yeah, in, yeah. and people don't go to the shit. Like Honeydale, remember Honeydale? 
Oh my god, yeah. Or like, so you're basically we're basically talking about Dufferin Mall right now. Yeah. No, Dufferin Mall still is. It, yeah, it has yeah. some stuff going on, it's, but I don't know what it has now. It's but everyone still loves there, it. They renovated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Awesome. Oh, it's they have a decent. Yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't yeah, been they have there. Wi-Fi. It's decent. You got to take yeah, an excursion. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a nice size. It's I like not the H&M too big. There. Not overwhelming. Oh, yeah. I like the Walmart. I was a standby at the Walmart. Um, with all the taxi drivers <laughs> off shift, like getting shit at the no frills in the Walmart. Um, so we have here the 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 lesson. It's not even the lesson. It's the stuff that's working for you. The very nice childhood nostalgia and memories of the six of cups. Ooh, it looks like a tree with roots. A lot of roots. A lot of roots in the ground. Looks in better condition than the other tree. Oh yeah. What's this? The six. Maybe of after cups? this one burns down, this this new tree mm. grows. <laughs> so yeah. what's working for you? This yeah, is what's uh, working for you. Uh, feelings connected to the past that will shed light on the future. You're feeling calm and collected about past events, putting them into perspective, and beginning to understand how they can in- engender fruition in Ooh. the present, a future renewal. That's pretty wholesome. Awesome. Sentimental things to build on. That's what's working for you, I guess. Did you? What did you do for New Year's Eve? Were you doing a show, Ernie? What yeah, was your yeah. So I did the Your Hood's a joke. That's what you did. Did yeah. you guys ring in midnight? No, it, it ended at ten. Okay. So I went to uh, the underground. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Had a little party. Yeah, yeah. Cause like it's like ten o'clock. I was like, what else? Right, you got two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd we rather just have it just there because yeah. we're already there. We watched the uh, the, the New York um, Times Square, the Times Square one, which, which is one? pure trash. Oh. Steve Harvey. I no, it was just a no. random feed with like some. It was just some nobody, from like oh. local cable, yeah, network people. It was it was so funny because you saw the people yeah. like just looking miserable and bored Bored. and cold. And I spoke to uh, one of the girls at the deli today and she said that she waited for 14 hours to go to the Times Square thing and they had to wear like animal diapers because you can't 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 move. move. Just stay in the pen. Yeah, yeah, my cousin went. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not this year, but like a few years ago, but before they had kids. Yeah. And yeah, they were saying like, yeah, you have to line up like really early in the morning. And you're there to like, you're there all day. Yeah, why? I, I just know. don't get I why. I think I had done it once because I used to live there for a bit. And I swear to God, we did it. But you were saying, Louis, that, that the girl was waiting 14 hours in line. I certainly did not wait 14 hours. I did mm. not put on an ip- adult diaper. I would never put on an adult diaper unless I suffered some incontinence. I would never do it. Well, you went into space. You wait in the space. You wait in your little. No, sorry. Unless pen. you went into space, because astronauts yes, wear yes. adult diapers. I would wear an adult diaper if I went into space. That's the only acceptable Nothing time less. to wear an adult diaper. I wear a diaper now. It's <laughs> the best. <laughs> from yeah, dri- from driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from driving. Yeah. Like, you wear going. Air Max on your feet, so you're comfortable. <laughs> if you're driving, you don't want to wait for a toilet. Like no. what? You're gonna go to the eating <laughs> center. Pull over. Come park. On. Come on. <laughs> But you know, I'm, like, I'm inspired <laughs> to inspired shit to my pants. Begin <laughs> wearing adult diapers That's in the next 2020. Topic. I'd be happy with wearing a you're a, diaper. You're a trendsetter. That's the Aquarius <laughs> moon. It's it's carving the way forward. Visionary. First, they laugh at your adult diaper, and then <laughs> they ask where you got it from. But like, has anyone attempted to read Infinite Jest? 
David Foster Wallace, RIP. Has anyone ever tried to do that? No. Okay. The only thing that I think, this is the only thing as a, a fast English major, I think the only thing that's relevant about knowing about infinite jest is that it's imagining a alternate, like you, it's imagining a corporatized future mm-hmm. in which the year that all the events take place in, in infinite jest, it's the year of the depend adult undergarment. So, you know, you indeed, Aquarius moon, are predicting the future because some somewhere it's going to be sponsored by Depends and we're all going to depend on this Interesting. secret support for all yeah. of us mm. one day. The new Bitcoin. <laughs> Getting on the floor. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> I mean, so we have the final card here, which is what's not working for you. I, I This is a card mm. that we see a lot. This is, take a look and describe this, uh, what, Six of Pentacles. Ooh, it's the pentacle coins, but they're stuck on a branch. Yeah, growing little berries, fruits. So meaning I can't save money? Is what it means? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's about, um, it's about fruits of labor. Yeah, and, and financial issues. I'm trying to unpack this because when it's reversed, it's like, oh, you need to recoup after a period of loss and confusion. You want to help others, but you may not have the means. It makes you unhappy. You may be required to find a pattern that will create a sense of security for you so you can find peace of mind. I think it's not. I think it's really telling me very clearly, don't be so worried about the material stuff. There's always ups and downs in life. And, you know, everything that you have is progressing towards something positive. Um, Despite maybe some past setbacks, I think you can leave that behind you. You can focus on the carefree nostalgia of youth and like positive relationships from the past. This is like a childhood card. You can lean into the fact that there's going to be probably with the tower here in the future, some kind of big monumental change, but I don't think you need to be afraid of it. You're solidly rooted in the present with this sense of skill, craftsmanship and career building. You have also coming into your life very soon the energy and positivity of the sun, which washes over all things. You can be safe and feel secure that the nest in the home and the financial uh, background or all of that, you know, is, is there for you. So I think it's, it's not, to, it's telling you not to worry about that stuff. It's temporary. Okay. Yeah. The future is yours and, and, and it's positive and bright. Cool. Yeah. That's a reading. Mm-mm. Very cool. Kind of want to go berry picking now. Now, yeah. Right now. What's your favorite berry, everyone? Uh, to pick blackberry. Mm-hmm. Oh, to 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 pick yeah. if you are a picker. Well, actually, mm. or to eat, <laughs> or like physically picking because I love picking wild blueberries in really? in in Algonquin Park, wh- mm. like Gollum looking for my precious. Yeah, I love doing There's that. There's a um, you can pick blackberries quite often in um. England, but actually strawberries yeah. are pretty satisfying to pick. Yeah, the ones that grow in the fields are nice. Like yeah. they're the little ones, not like the mutant ones. You get like a pocket and you go out with it. But I think the best one is blackberries because it's usually on like a the side of a road or something, so it's always like off the grid kind of vibes. Mm. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I never went berry picking, just <laughs> apples. But yeah, I think blueberries. Blueberries. Yeah. I've never gone apple picking. In terms of picking, I am a blueberry, wild blueberry picking pro. I love doing that. Like I'll get, mm. I'll squat around and like haunch around the fields. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, there's one that's got like three, like great. Yeah. But I think in terms of eating, 
Well, I love all berries. Raspberries are also great. I like raspberries. Like mm. fresh raspberries are really good. Who ha- Does anyone have a different favorite eating berry? Raspberries are pretty good. Blueberries are good. Man, what, what berry is bad? Strawberries are right. Gooseberry. That's a... That's a... Uh, off kilter choice. Ground Goose cherry, ground berry. Faint hearted. Is that in the papery lantern? Mm. The gooseberry? No, no, they're like a little tiny current, but it's yeah, a very gooseberry. sour. Oh, okay, I've never had that. Yeah, only for the real ones. <laughs> real G's only. Gooseberries? I'm trying to think of a good question to end on. Mm. I. Oh, well, if we were stuck in the post apocalyptic mall, and you had to depend on one stall for food, then what food court food would you, like, what would you want to have as your, like, solid backup there Ooh. to, like, sustain you? That's yeah. a good so one. It's like a Walking Dead scenario, maybe. Yeah, so, yeah. It's got endless food. Yeah, so you have to strategically pick a food court thing to, like, stake out. So you've already okay. got your Ooh. 12-gauge from the gun shop. <laughs> <laughs> when everyone rushed the gun shop, now you've got to pick one. Okay, you've got, you the, you've got the drop on it. You have to choose a place to dive over the counter and hold it down with um, mm. whoever mm. your like survivor gang is. I got, I got my answer. Yeah, it's like the Mediterranean shawarma place or the Greek place because you get at least vegetables or like it's balanced and you have rice. And like I need, I need rice. Pick one. I'm well. You'd run out of fresh stuff, so like. Like, let's just imagine we have endless supplies. I'm going to go for the Greek food stall. That's a good meal. And I like the kebabs. Wait, wait, but are you making it yourself or is there someone making it for you? I think it doesn't matter. You I think it's like you have the supplies. You got to make it, yeah. I guess. You got to figure it out. I'm going to go for the Greek food stall. I want the tzatziki. I want the rice. I want the yeah. lemony potatoes. I'm going to I'm gonna settle in there. That's a good point, actually. You have to know how to make it. Yeah. Well. Shawarma, that's like a, yeah. a skill. Yeah. I think I'll pick uh, pizza. Yeah, mm. because, solid. Because yeah. making Cheese, pizza is quite sauce. fun as well. Yeah, you can <laughs> like... I, used to, I used to work at Pizza Hut. Oh, yes. sick. So yeah. I know how to make that, yeah. And then you, so you can put like, veggies or whatever. Yeah, and my friend used to work at Pizza Hut. And the best part about, because like, living downtown, like I, I yeah. get a lot of pizza because it's very easy to clean, you know? No very utensils. True, yeah. My friend used to bring home a lot of uh, pizza from Pizza Hut when he worked there. But Yum. also as well, like the dough as well. Like he'd I bring back loads dough. of just plain dough. Yeah. And I'd just make my own Have you ever had deep dish? Uh, yes. I've From not Chicago? A deep, no, not yet. I need to get yes. proper deep dish. If you go to Chicago, you have to get a deep dish. I don't like yeah. Uno, so you know what? Here's my problem with deep dish. The fact that they use... It's because, let's say at Uno's, if I went somewhere better, I'd get better cheese, like higher quality cheese. I had like shitty rubbery cheese. Maybe that's what you want, but it was yeah. so like... There was so much cheese and it was so heavy. I just felt gross. But one place I love in Toronto is Descendant Pizza, which does Detroit style mm, pizza, square good. in a pan. Yeah. And it's, you worked at Pizza Hut. It's got that, like, you know, that greasy yeah, yeah, Pizza yeah, Hut yeah. crust. Oh, I love that crust. And they yeah. have, like, good quality ingredients. That's my favorite, like, yeah. pan pizza, Descendant That's Pizza good. in Toronto. That shit is good. We should all go. One with, like, truffle oil, this mushroom one. Very, very good. No, but you go to Chicago, you have to get it. You have to get a deep dish. Mm. And like, so we had, we had pizza that was like this thick. And you can't eat it. Like, it's not, it's a pie. Yeah. It's, you know, they say pizza pie. It's an actual pie. Yeah. It was so good. Like, you you need, you have to, I had to get the real one. You have to get like a knife and fork. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) I need to go to Chicago. I'm getting hungry now. Yeah. Yeah, Lewis. But, Lewis, what's your food court place? Everyone Uh, has to eat. I'd go for the. Burrito place, Ooh, like Chipotle smart. or something, because yeah. beans a last a long time. Yeah, you mm. know you can put as much guac as you want in it, because 
you can make the burrito fairly easily. Like you have to learn the the tuck technique, but you yeah, could probably yeah. pick that up. It's a zombie apocalypse. What else? It's you probably do? still YouTube. Yeah, exactly. True. So we have an endless Wi-Fi. Yeah, so that's what I'd pick. Good, uh, good range of options there. Yeah, it's a good, that's yeah, a good sustainable. Yeah, you all right. To, you have to pay extra <laughs> for guac. You know? It's just all there. It's like, yes, all my friends and family are dead or zombies, but at least I can have as much <laughs> fucking guac as I want. No extra charge. Wow. And even Sensei, thank you very much. Thank you. Xiaopang, as always. <laughs>